Hey everyone, this is Bob Leahy at Life Church in Chico, California. Welcome to the Midweek Pastors Podcast. This is a way for us to go beyond the sermon through conversation, questions and answers, deep dives into topics, and interviews. Whether it be in your car, at the gym, or hiking in Upper Park, we hope that this podcast really encourages and equips you wherever you're at. Hey friends, welcome to the Life Church Pastors Podcast. It's Pastor Bob here with Pastor Jeff. Yo. Hey, uh, we are going to talk a little bit about sin. Um, Pastor Jeff mentioned something on Sunday during his sermon that kind of stood out to me. Um, you know, he talked about Jesus in the desert, Jesus when he was tempted, uh, and how Jesus avoided sin. And he threw out this little line about today. Why why is it that we don't have a fear of sin? Because in that moment, if Jesus would have just sinned a, a little bit, just a little bit, and given in, you know, that would have drastically changed salvation for all of us. Um, so, Jeff, what led you to, to kind of throw that out there and in your sermon? Uh, let's talk about Jesus. And, um, yeah, why, why do you think that yeah. we're so casual about sin? I don't know. That's not true. I have some thoughts, and I'd, I'll offer them, <laughs> but we are casual about sin. Um, and I think a lot of times we think of, well, the heavy hitters, right? You stay away from, you know, like when we were growing up, it's like drugs, alcohol, and sex, you know, like stay away from those are bad, you know? Yeah. When you go, well, actually, sex is very good, right? Like, but in the right context. So it's kind of a weird thing that as we've um, journeyed from the 80s, 90s, and, and now to where we are, 2000s, 2022, mm-hmm. um, and it's a really interesting thing that we lack uh, foresight, I guess. I, a lot of times, sin is such a temptation that it's all about the now, mm. and it's never about the later. And um, Jesus what I shared in this sermon was basically the the devil tempted Jesus the third time saying, but all you got to do is bow down and worship me. And obviously that would have been a sinful act if Jesus would have done that. And the ramifications of that, the ripple effect would have been, I, I mean, eternal for all of us. It would have ruined the plan of salvation. It would have, he would have not been the pure and spotless lamb. So he, he had this strong rebuke saying, away, get away from me, Satan. Mm. And um, I think it was because it would, have, it would have caused him to sin. And he's like, no, I cannot do that. This is not the path. This is not the mission. This is, he had the foresight. He had the, the ability to see past this one decision, which, which mm. I described it as being kind of a win-win for Jesus and Satan. Um, and, um, and so <clears throat> I just kind of took a moment to say, you know, like, I think we've, we lack this fear of sin. You see it all through Proverbs, you see it all through scripture, you see it from the Israelites failing again and again and again and again, but Jesus in his redemption healed that for us, but sin still has a massive impact on our life if we allow it to remain. Yeah. We all fall short of the glory of God. So we understand that sin is part of life and, and I'm going to, I'm going to mess up every once in a while. I'm going to, I'm going to let my anger become sin, you know, every once in a while. I'm going to let my pride get in the way every once in a while. I'm going to, um, probably treat my wife not the right way every once in a while. I mean, that's, Mm -hmm. that's flesh, you know, and Jesus's walk in the desert was all about really defeating flesh, um, and defeating our desire 
uh, especially after fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. <laughs> and, and then he still had the ability to say, no, I'm not letting my, my flesh rule, right? When we allow flesh to rule, then we make justification yeah. for the sin in our life. That's good. I think, um, you know, like if, I guess I just put it in my context, right? I'm a, I'm a, I've been married 18 years. Um, I have four kids. We lead a church with lots of staff members now, a uh, fairly good sized congregation. Goodness. If, if I allow my flesh to rule, it really could have massive mm-hmm. ramifications. And it's not like temptation doesn't come up, right? I mean, it's like for sure in every area of life, we live in this world that's fallen and broken. So there's going to be temptation all the time. Yeah. In and fact, so, yeah, probably more, you know, what you shared about when you're stepping into your calling, when you're walking with the Lord yeah. and you're doing what God's yes. called you to do, you might find yourself in the desert yourself. Yes. Right? Yeah. And honestly, especially as you lead, you know, if you're a leader, uh, it's, it's not a false statement when you say leaders are lonely, mm. you know, in a lot of ways. And it doesn't mean we have to be, I mean, I think we, you have to be really intentional to keep people around you. Um, and definitely I'm in conversation all the time with, um, people in my life that I, I can talk about like my challenges and, and, and be vulnerable with. And, and I ask for that accountability instead of, um, you know, me as a leader requiring you to be accountable. That yeah. just doesn't work. I think we talked about that randomly the other day. Right. Instead of me just coming up, Hey Jeff, how's X, Y, Z doing in your life? It's like, yeah. Out of nowhere. No, I need to come to you and say, Hey, I need help here. And Hey, this is where I'm struggling. And Hey, um, can you, can you, can you ask me this question? I'm Mm -hmm. inviting you to ask me this question. Um, totally. But just getting back to the ripple effect, it's like, if I decided to to sin, then it, it's not just me that's impacted. Mm -hmm. And in fact, I said in, in church, I, I can't remember what service I said it in. I just said it, it could, depending on what you're doing, it could have a generational impact. I mean, my kids, they're, they are so, they're still young enough that they are uh, impacted by what I do. For sure. And um, f- I don't know where we lost this, this like um, understanding, a biblical understanding of sin, you know? And I think it's, it has to do with biblical illiteracy. Mm-hmm. So because we're not all in our Bible constantly and, and on a regular basis, getting our daily be- bread and being reminded, hey, the wrath of God isn't a isn't on his children, it's on sin. And it's really a place where this this wrath that people are so like, God and his wrath, you know, well, he has wrath towards sin because it separates us from him. Totally. And I just I mean, I don't wanna I don't wanna land there. Yeah. I wonder too, uh those who maybe don't fear sin as much, maybe they aren't invested in their life enough to where consequences might not hurt so much right so Mm -hmm. like the the less you're involved the less you have you know marriage family kids involved in church you're doing if you're just kind of on your own doing your own thing maybe your sin doesn't have that same ripple effect and in which case i would say like that's a really bad spot to be yeah right it's it's really risky Mm -hmm. um you know you might get away with things here and there and, you know, I just remember being in the Navy, like I was on my own and I was, I was, uh, a young man finding my way and I had opportunity to make decisions that would have definitely impacted my marriage. 
uh, would have definitely impacted maybe my future. And I had to like, uh, really understand that I've got to, I I can't let this, like I've shared my testimony of like, I did step into that party scene and, oh man, it was nasty. Mm -hmm. And, um, it was, it fed my flesh, but man, I was, my soul was starving. Yeah. And you know, if you're young, you're in college, you're, you know, single, maybe you're just dating and, um, we have to have that foresight, you know, and that takes people of age and elders who come alongside and have a coffee with those young people and just talk about life. Yeah, for sure. You know, and encourage. I did that this weekend with, with a young guy who came up to me and was asking me questions about future stuff. And I said, Hey, well, here's, here's what I would say yeah. is don't get caught up. It will be so easy to, if you do this. One, make sure it's the Lord, but two, um, you can easily get caught up into the things of the world. Mm -hmm. And I said, if you do this, you just have to know and you have to guard because that's not, uh, that's not the way the Lord would want you to live. He's got a calling on your life that's bigger and better than, than just feeding your flesh. It's good. It's so easy to have those blinders on and sin will come after you when you're most vulnerable. When those blinders are up, when you don't have the foresight right yes in front of you and i think that's why community is so great because you're able to have others speak into you who may be a little further down the line yeah. than you maybe they've experienced some things and some ripple effects and yeah that sins caused in their life and they're able to kind of give you the foresight that you might not have so i i really like that yeah. i i wonder too i know in my own life you know you, you spoke to you know there's the big sin the obvious sin that if you do it's obvious that it's going to impact your life negatively. You're going to mm-hmm. see ramifications immediately. It's not going to be good. But there's all these casual sins that oh, we, we just kind of, kind of do daily. And uh, yeah, I don't, I, you know, I, in my own experience, I know that oftentimes if I do those casual sins, just little by little by little, it starts yeah. to snowball into a place where I could commit the big sin. Totally. Right? Absolutely. And it's easy to hide those things, right? 100%. And yeah. so it's easy, like who you are alone, man, that matters. That's like, yeah. that's where that's real, that's where are. real character is, is, is shown. I think like it's you and the Lord. Yeah. And you can or cannot talk to the Lord and, and commune with the Lord in those moments, but that matters. I, as you're talking about, I was just thinking about, you know, springtime. It, it's probably one of my favorite seasons. Um, and, but in our yard, right? Like, I, I mean, everybody's experienced this who has a yard. Like, it's spring. Like, you see a ton of weeds starting to pop up. Yeah. And they're tiny right? They're little. And that's the time you get them. Like that's the time you pluck them out. And then they're throughout the rest of the season and into the summer, they are not nearly as difficult to deal with. It's good. But if you allow it to go, like it takes, literally it takes like maybe a half an hour to go through at that time and just pluck all of those little things real easily. Yeah. But if you allow them to go, then later on it takes, I mean, it takes a weed eater it takes uh, the poison <laughs> control stuff, you know, like the, the weed and feed stuff, you know, and like your grass gets suffocated it takes, and you have to redo and it, your grass. And, and it harms <laughs> the other plants around it, right? Yeah. And there's just so many ramifications. Like those roots go in and they actually take the nutrients from the soil, from the good plants, mm. the trees and the flowers and the fruit, tree, you know, all that stuff. That's a pretty good reflection and imagery of like what sin 
a little sin can do. Like right. it's probably growing a lot deeper within than on the outside. Cause no, nobody 100%. would be like, Hey dude, why are you struggling? You're yeah. like, no, that's not going to come up unless something's really hindering us. And which you can see it on somebody's face, you know? Yeah, that's good. I like that analogy. My my buddy would say anytime he would walk out to his car, he would take like two minutes and just pluck, you know, daily during the spring, like just pluck the little things that you see coming up. And I think that's also an example of like how daily we need to be doing maintenance on ourselves and not, you know, just Mm -hmm. waiting or using that once a week to do the maintenance and think we're going to be good. It's, it's really, we need to have that continual daily maintenance on our life to, to pluck out those, those little sins and the, the deceptions of our heart and the things that, you know, cause we're going to be bombarded by it. We're going to, our eyes are bombarded by things. Um, we're tempted constantly. There's, we're, what is, I don't know. There's some crazy statistics that's like, you see so many ads thrown up in, in your face, like, Oh, dude. How many ads per second? I don't know. It was wild, but like... We were watching the football game last night, and I almost... I I was just like... I I actually should have just turned off the TV. Mm. There was one ad that came up that was so repulsive. It was like... It was in your face, all the things. Like... Yeah. Everything that you can think of right now. Um, All the... This progressive stuff that is just being shoved down our throats and in our eyes... And, and I'm like, this is, this is in my house. Mm -hmm. And I'm like this, I, I honestly, I should have just turned it off, but I didn't. So there I'm confessing to everybody, but I think we all do that. Right. Like, yeah. Um, it's not just, just going back to that, your friend, like that is such an incredible thing because Bob, I don't think it really takes that much. Right. Like two minutes. It takes like, I always, I reference this a lot when I pray, you know, like, just just thinking about life and and the life of David and in Psalm 139 he says search me God and know my heart test me and know my anxious thoughts see if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way of everlasting like again it, it goes to those private moments mm-hmm. where if i'm allowing the lord to cultivate my heart he's going to pluck those little things out like hey that was a little harsh and it can be the smallest littlest thing but if i'm open and humble to say, Lord, search me and know me. And if there's anything anxious in me, like if there's anything going on that you just need to like reveal or pull out, then have your way. Mm. And, and even a place of a repentance and, and like, Lord, I, I'm not going to go there or I'm, I'm giving this to you. I'm surrendering this. And that is my flesh and or whatever it might be. It really, um, if you start with these small things, it will be such a uh, deterrent to those big things. Right. And you'll see it. You'll see your relationships begin to have fruit. You'll see um, whether it's your marriage or with your kids or, or with your coworkers, you know, like you're going to begin to see things a lot more clearly, I think, than, than you would have otherwise, maybe. Totally. So that sin, um, it's like, you got to have, let me, let me just end with this, I guess. Um, how do I want to say this? I want to attack sin. Yeah. Like I am not on the defense. I am on the offense. Mm. I, I have got to have this like angst in me. No, like, no, I can't. No, I can't do it. I can't let that in. And if we, um, if we drop that guard, it's just so easy. Like you said, it's just so easy. 
And even Jesus had to yell at the devil. Yeah. Get away. Get from a, me. Get away. Yeah. And even in service, I was, I got a little passionate. I was like, <laughs> you need to, if you need to go home and grab your family and pray and repent and say, Hey, I I've let things go. Yeah. Like do it. And there's something to that, that you're taking a stand and you're saying, I am following after the Lord and my family is coming with me. And, um, if I falter, I'm going to repent and I'm going to say, Lord, heal me, forgive me. And he's going to go done. Amen. Let's go. (laughs) You know? And so I think we just, instead of having this lack of fear of sin, I think we have to have a very clear awareness and diligence to say, no, mm-mm, yeah. I'm not going to let this happen. Have your so, radars up yeah. and don't let the little ones creep in because they can snowball into something big. and So easy. Yeah, sin leads to death. So, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we are so encouraged that you guys were listening to us today. Um, thanks for letting us talk about sin. Yeah. Well, thanks for letting us <laughs> dive in and talk about sin. Hey, look, if you're struggling, if there's something that you need uh, prayer for, you need maybe there's a sin that's constant in your life that. Uh, you struggle to get away from, man. Uh, just email us. Come and talk to us on Sunday morning. Yeah, We'd love to pray absolutely. for you. Rally, like we mentioned, we need one another. We need community to to help us overcome sin. Um, and by the way, yeah, you are not alone. You're not. Yeah. I think the enemy would want you to think that you are alone, and that you're the only one who struggles with this. Scripture clearly talks about this and highlights the fact that there are other brothers and sisters who have been down this path and who have been healed from it and or redeemed from it. So you are not alone and you'll get a lot of grace instead of a lot of judgment. 100%. Love it. All right. Well, thanks for listening and we will catch you guys next week. Peace out. Thank you for giving us a listen to this week. If there is anything that you'd like to hear on this podcast in the future, if you have questions, or if you'd like to hear us interview someone, please send us an email at info at lifechurchchico.org. Have a blessed week.